And welcome to the happy hour. The always fun. Semi-informative. Always relevant. And slightly irreverent. Happy hour talk show presented by App Growth Summit. So whether you're on your way to work. On your way home from work. Or you're bored at work. Pop in an episode and take a quick shot of the happy hour. Boom. Yeah. So we're here today. Yeah. (laughs) We're here today with Adam Hattie. How you doing, Adam? I'm doing wonderful. How are you, sir? Doing amazing. And our co-host today is the amazing Kaylee Stelz. Kaylee works with us here at App Growth Summit. Adam does not. Where do you work, Adam? Uh, I work at Current. We are a mobile banking startup in New York City. Uh, I'm VP of marketing there. New York City. And uh, Adam, where would you rank New York City on the list of cities in the world? Uh, I mean, that's a no-brainer, number one. Uh, number one by a long shot, let me say. What would you say the second best city is? Uh, uh, see, I mean, like, objectively, New York is number one. That's a really easy decision. Uh, then number two, it's subjective, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's go with uh, Cairo. Cairo, just Cairo. Just, yeah, totally, totally uh, unbiased opinion there. So uh, on that tip, if you had to move somewhere else, like they said, we're Going old school, uh, Kirk Douglas style. We're changing Manhattan into a prison from Escape to New York, Escape from New York days, and you have to move out. What city would you move to? Uh, you know, if it was uh, domestic, I'd probably say L.A. Um, through the lens of New York, L.A. has a lot of competitive advantages. Uh, obviously, the weather, weather, lifestyle, it's a little bit chill, it's, you know. Kind of a, you know, a, a contrast to New York in a lot of ways uh, versus other, like, you know, great cities in the U.S. Uh, that are just kind of uh, shittier versions of, of, of New York. Yeah. Um, I can say. I can, uh, oh, yeah, yeah we can yeah, say this that. Is, this and is not airing on like PBS or something. I, no, I lived in one of them myself. That's a second uh, that has a secondary uh, complex. Uh, then I moved to, uh, to L.A., for those very reasons, I was tired of shoveling snow. I was tired of the winters. And it's funny, like the winters make you move away from the Northeast, but it's actually the summer that keeps me from moving back. Where it's like <laughs> the humidity, it's like, oh my God, and the smell of the trash and everything. It's like, I just, I'll just stay in LA with the dry humor. I mean, with the dry heat and humor. <laughs> the dry humor I take with me wherever I go. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, LA is pretty nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, if we're talking cities and look, I'm a city person. Uh, again, it's just it's New York is just by far the greatest city in the world. Uh, I'm not saying it's the greatest place. Right. Because, hey, if a city isn't where you want to be, uh, then New York is definitely not the greatest place. Uh, but if you want to be in a city, it's it's, you know, it's no no brainer to me. Yeah. I always say like uh, there's it was it like um, 10 million people here, 12, something like that. Uh, eight in the city, and then uh, approximately 300 million who commute in. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was thinking, like, uh, if New York had L.A. weather, it would probably be a billion people here. Yep. You know, it's just uh, an amazing city. And But this is not an ad for New York. This is not an ad at all. It is an amazing podcast with Adam Hetty. So the purpose of this podcast is... Um, while other podcasts in the industry, there's a number of them, almost everyone has one. They all want to talk very specific about tech. They want to be very smart. They want to educate you, which is great. But those already exist. 
there's not any podcasts out there that aim to entertain. So that's what we are trying to do. Just get to know some industry experts in mobile and get to know them as humans. And we'll talk a little nerdy later on and we'll talk some tech later. But right now, we just want to get to know Adam a little bit. So one interesting fact about you that most people don't know would be? Um, I'd say very topical is uh, that uh, my wife is currently seven months pregnant. Oh, congratulations uh, to both of you. You know, yeah, not, not, not a lot of people know that because it's, it's, it's pretty new news, right? Yeah. Um, also, I have a wife. She's lovely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and something else that people don't know. How long have you guys been together? Uh, whew. so we have been together for 17 years. That's wow. amazing. Uh, and that's, uh, so, so we met in the 10th grade, uh, in biology class. Wow. <laughs> like high school sweethearts. Yeah. Most people think I'm an asshole. So when I tell people that it kind of softens <laughs> them up a little bit. They're like, what? <laughs> uh, the truth is I am an asshole. Uh, she's just amazing. And so, uh, you know, it'd be a no brainer to stay, stay, stay with it as long. It's been, been pretty, pretty, pretty incredible. Yeah. It's awesome. How long have you guys been actually married? Uh, we've been married now for seven, ooh, eight, eight, closer Uh-oh. to eight years. She's not uh, listening. It's okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, we've, you know, what we, it, it's funny because uh, I'll, I'll do the math for you. I'm, I'm 33 years old uh, and I got married when I was 25. So I proposed to her when I was 23, which now I look back and I'm like, that's fucking crazy, right? Like who, who you know, who, who would do such a thing? But really at the time, I mean, I had been with her 10 years when it, when it finally came time to, to get married. So um, kind, of, kind of works a little bit of both ways. Um, so you have no idea what the hell Tinder is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I guess I missed a lot of that. Uh, although, you know, it's I, not I, a pro- you didn't miss much. <laughs> I, I worked a little bit uh, on, on, on a couple dating apps. Uh, let me just say, uh, in my opinion, dating, one of the hardest spaces in mobile to work in, uh, at least from, from a marketing uh, and, and certainly from a user acquisition perspective. Well, I would say uh, we could take a little aside there and uh, say, well, uh, you weren't planning on answering this one, but what would you say is uh, like the number one secret to staying together for so long? Because obviously it seems like relationships are less and less and less these days. It's not a dating podcast. Just curious. Uh, oof. Uh, you know, it's, it's funny cause people ask me for, you know, like kind of like advice, like I have some special answer. Uh, my answer would be like, I don't know, uh, Mary Hannah Hattie. That's a, uh, that's, you know, but then, uh, <laughs> but then that, that's what worked for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great. Um, I guess it's, uh, marry someone that, you know, is amazingly awesome. Right. Yeah. 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 And, uh. Who now, you know, and honestly, and, and I don't mean to get too savvy, but it kind of keeps on getting better, uh, particularly now, like pregnant wife. Uh, you know, I mean, we've been together 17 years, like not that much changes, you know, uh, you know, year to year. Right. But uh, her getting pregnant was certainly uh, a, a big difference. And obviously her, you know, um, becoming a mother and also becoming parents and all that is, is, is going to be a change. Um, but, yeah, she's she's like that's just, you know, for the first time, really just seeing her pregnant has, has actually made me um, feel differently about her. Uh, in, in a good way, uh, which is which is uh, kind of kind of caught me off guard. Um, it's another layer of awesome. It's like, wow, I never even knew that. And look at this. Yeah, uh, it's certainly you know some some pluses because uh, I should mention I'm like woefully underprepared to be a, a parent, right? Like I was the youngest child. Uh, I had really no younger cousins or even like family friends or anything like that. Um, I've gotten two nephews uh, who I've been asked to babysit a grand total of one time in my entire life, <laughs> uh, and it ended there. So I think that tells you a bit. Uh, so 
Well, I'm very excited. I'm, again, woefully underprepared. Uh, meanwhile, my wife uh, actually works as a midwife. Uh, she's, she's a midwife. Uh, she worked as a nurse on the labor and delivery floor and a mother baby floor. Uh, she's been pursuing this entire world of birth, uh, home birth, uh, natural birth, all this stuff for a better part of a decade. So she makes up for it. <laughs> yeah. 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 In a big way. And, uh, you know, now I just have to kind of sit back and, and listen to what she tells me. Yeah. Uh, there you go. <laughs> which, I, which I'm normally not good at. I'll be honest. So this is, this is a refreshing change probably for her. Cause it's interesting. Uh, uh, Kaylee over here, uh, also has been with her man for quite a while, right? I have, well, five years. I mean, that's, Not a, 17, that's a long, that's a long ass time. <laughs> you have to go five before you go 10. <laughs> that is true. I just, you know, five years and moved to San Francisco together and uh, did some pretty adult things this year. Adopted a dog, bought a car. So, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, those are two steps ahead of me. Yeah. <laughs> Also, you know, shit, this baby, yeah, baby but you're, eventually grows yeah, you're up having and a baby. Like, handles itself, so. uh, at least in theory. That dog, uh, you know, that, yeah. that's, that's, that's a little longer-term commitment. Yeah, it's like a three-year-old forever. <laughs> <laughs> she's, a, she's, she's thick. She's chunky. But she's cute. <laughs> My dog's thick, you know. <laughs> okay, so Kaylee's going to ask you some non-secular questions. Um, so just going to ask you probably two or three questions, very random. Um, first one, what does your perfect weekend consist of? Uh, just hanging out with my friends, uh, I, 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 you know, friends, family, all that, uh, you know, it doesn't really matter where, uh, I just really enjoy hanging out with my friends. doesn't matter where you're at, it's who you're with. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, so that's a simple answer, but. No, I love it. Um, second one, where's your favorite place to get coffee or tea? Um, well, so I don't drink coffee. Okay. Um. That's a, you know, that along with um, me not, me, me getting married really early and also me not drinking alcohol. That's another fun fact. Uh, <laughs> makes me very Mormon um, for, for an Egyptian. But uh, yeah, so I, I don't drink coffee. I just, I don't know, it, it tastes gross to me. It's like I'm a little kid who didn't really grow up. Uh, but I love tea. I drink lots of tea. Yeah. Um, What's your favorite kind of tea? My favorite kind of tea would be... Um, you know, uh, and this is this is a little bit of a basic choice, um, but uh, Bigelow, they make a constant comment. Uh, that with a little bit of milk, a little bit of honey, it's it's lovely. We'll do one more, um, kind of random. Have you ever ran out of gas in your car? Uh, I've definitely run out of gas in my car. What's the um, most, like, memorable time? Oof. Uh, it's actually embarrassing how many times it's happened. Oh no! Also, I haven't owned a car for like a, nearly a decade. Uh, That's why you're running. Living yeah. here in New York, uh, I'd say my most memorable was uh, probably in France. Uh, I was driving in southern France, uh, and it was Sunday. Uh, and me, just being the American I am, just assuming places are open on Sunday, uh, was not the case. And so, you know, we passed by several gas stations uh, which uh, were not open. Uh, then we hit up one and we had like payment issues with our card um, that was really frustrating at the time. Now I actually work in the finance space. I understand why why, why that is. Um, but yeah, this this was several years ago. Uh, so yeah, we just ran out. Um, hitchhike. Uh, some guy picked us up. Uh, he was like super into the fact that we were American. He was actually wearing a Brooklyn Nets hat, <laughs> which I was like, oh, you know, I'm kind of, although I don't like the Nets. Um, and yeah, picked us up, took us to the gas station. Super nice guy. Uh, i I should probably, it would have been nice if I remembered his name. 
uh, shout, shout out. him out right now. But, shout out to um, a stranger. Shout yeah, out to the French dude in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> I like the French. Uh, I'm a big fan of the French. A lot of people shit on the French. Uh, I, don't, I don't buy it. Paris, awesome city. I think the people are really cool. Maybe, again, again from the lens of New York. Um, I should mention uh, my wife is technically French, so I'm a little bit biased there as well. Um, her father is French, so she has French citizenship. Uh, if I could learn French, uh, I could become a French citizen. If I could. Given, given, given how long we've been married, um, which is like super tempting because that would be cool. Why not? Uh, I'm just terrible. <laughs> That's why. Uh, so like one of my like longest life failures now is just completely being unable to learn French. So do you speak any uh, other languages? I do. I do. I, I speak Arabic. Um, I studied Spanish for a really long time. How's uh, your Espanol? And well, you know, okay, uh, on, on the Spanish thing, because a little bit of a little bit of a subject there. Uh, I actually lived in Spain uh, for a year when I was growing up. When I was six years old. Um, in Santander. And, you know, I went to a Spanish-speaking school. Uh, and so I became, I don't know, as fluent as like a six-year-old would be in Spanish, right? And then I came, I, it, it was actually to the point, and this is a little bit embarrassing, uh, I came back to the United States for, this would be second grade, uh, and had to go to ESL. Uh, which uh, I, I think they've since changed what ESL stands for in English as a second language. Yeah. I think they've changed it to, to something else now to accommodate for people like me whose English was a first language yeah. and then was just dumb enough to forget it. But that kind of tells you uh, where I am in terms of languages. Um, and, 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 and again, so not only did I forget my English, but I then completely uh, forgot my Spanish again. <laughs> uh, you know, like five years later, took it in school and was just God awful year after year. But after is your year. Arabic still on point? Uh, my Arabic is still uh, still on point. All right. So um, you got at least I say that uh, people who actually speak Arabic would probably say different. So you got a max of two languages. That's all you got. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm pretty capped out. Although I'm not ruling, ruling out French. You know, but maybe it just pushes out Arabic. Oh, you just have to pick which one you want to give up to learn (laughs) French at that time. Yeah. Okay, so let's get to a section now called Talk Nerdy to Me. This is where we get into the technical part of the podcast. Okay, so name one thing in the industry that you're fired up about right now and why. Uh, One thing I'm fired up about. Um, Cheat code, brand versus DR. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> actually actually you know it's that 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 is something I'm, I'm i'm a little bit fired up about i think uh you know as a whole in mobile um you know you you go back to kind of when, when i started out in this space and it was so gaming focused right like that was really um central like the most sophisticated things in in mobile were happening on gaming um and gaming is a very dr platform till till today there's very few exceptions to that um but, you know, mobile gaming, it's um, DR through and through. And I think that culture, you know, so, so many people who've now, who are now mobile started there, right? And, and, we should, and, and we should say DR, direct response, performance marketing. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, so we're all on the same page. <laughs> and and I, I think the fact that so many people started there and so many senior people started there, um, that's just been the culture in, in mobile. It's been, it's been very dominant. Um, but, hey, mobile is obviously no longer just gaming, right? Uh, it's... Uh, and I love how a lot of people still talk about like gaming versus non-gaming. Like that's a real breakdown. Like that's a breakdown in business or life. Uh, and that's what your phone is, right? Your life phone is like a reflection of your life. It really reflects everything you do, all the apps you use. And, um, you know, so, so I think uh, we're having this resurgence of brand um, 
and kind of like the, 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 the pendulum has, has swung from being, you know, hey, mobile is like a pure DR game, the one that branded is, is really important. And I think, um, again, I think it's just really dependent on um, the industry in, the product you have. Um, you know, again, mobile gaming, the, nobody's ever seen an ad for a mobile game and then decided three weeks later to download it, right? Um, but hey, you know, I, we, we talked about dating earlier. I think that's a really good example. Um, like if you're going to talk about real human behavior and how somebody actually decides to download a dating, dating app, um, it's not that the uh, direct response performance ads uh, don't work. Um, but I think far more important than those is how people feel about a dating app, right? Uh, yeah, what, think- what, and, and, and the brand behind that. Nobody wants to be on the lame, corny dating app, right? Like people yeah. want to be in the cool one. It, it's marketed in the same way as like a, a, a club or a bar, right? And uh, I, I think that's a, that's a transition that that the industry is going through. Um, that even though, look, I don't have some amazing background in brand. Uh, you know, my degree was in economics. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think it's uh, I think it's a really important change and one that I I, I find really interesting. I think the uh, the Clippers, for example, they they got a they had a jersey brand by uh, Bumble. Yep. Right. And then I think wishes with the Lakers. But is if Bumble is going to pay all that money to be on every single Clipper jersey that says something about brand marketing? Yeah, yeah, I I, I think it does in, in in a big way, and you're seeing that um, across the board now. Jersey sponsorships is is an interesting one. Uh, I think it really provides like a level of validation at like a reasonable price. You know, we're not talking about um, you know naming rights on a stadium. Uh, shout out to SoFi. Uh, in, in, in LA, uh, I mean that's you know like who knows maybe that's that that's a genius move, but I think it's like uh, I think it's a, a smart move. How do you, how do you see the industry changing in the future, uh, or I should say the near future? Because well, I, I should say you know the, the 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 pendulum again having swung from um, you know uh, DR uh, now start swinging a little bit back to brand finding finding more of a balance there. Um, I think also. Um, in 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 our own execution right like it used to be uh you know the best uh user acquisition campaigns um were run by data geniuses right and and it's it's all about um segmentation and and you know really all the ua manager can do like a really strong ua manager um what that meant five years ago and what that means now are, are different. And I think what that means in five years is, is, is very different. Uh, and it's all, I think it's all part of that swing, right? I think what makes, um, our, the, the, the biggest tool, and this is no secret, the biggest tool that we have at our disposal is creative, right? Like at this point, um, you know, UAC on, on Google's front has really taken over. There's, there's only so many levers you can pull there. Um, Facebook has essentially, uh, it's not quite at that same level, but it's moving there. It will be there. Um, and it's effectively there today, right? If, if you want to talk about that. Um, and I think, uh, well, what does it mean to make a good piece of creative? Uh, I mean, that's that's if that's the most important tool at your disposal, uh, I think it, it comes down to understanding your customer. I think it's um, thinking thinking. Um, How do you understand your customer? Like, what what ways would current dive into understand their current customers better? Uh, well, I, I should mention. I think uh, you know, like I can give I can give advice from current's perspective, but obviously every every industry is going to be different, right? But I can tell you, uh, at current, um, we speak to them like on the phone, right? Uh, so we get uh, I, I should say obviously we get feedback like anybody else does, right? Uh, you get them on social, uh, you you get it um, through customer support, uh, you get it um, 
via reviews. Uh, that, that's, that's all stuff that, 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 that we take in. Um, but actually, you know, we have people's phone numbers, right? Uh, and we have their emails. Uh, so we reach out and we're like, hey, can we chat? Both the people who are really happy with us and people who are really mad at us. Uh, and, you know, really understanding their needs. Um, they'll just tell you. It, it, it doesn't take a genius, right? Uh, it just kind of takes a little bit of time and effort. Uh, and so if you systematically do that, uh, which we do, right there, you know, every single week uh, we are speaking to customers. Um, and and, not, and I, when I say we, I mean the entire team, yeah. right? Uh, so that's everything from customer support to product to engineering, business, marketing. All of us listen to the customer that, directly, right? And, 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 and then we run surveys and we do everything like that. Um, but honestly, hearing it directly from them, uh, it, it's really impactful. It's just some, something about the human psyche. Yeah, that's that's a good thing about like um, the human interpersonal touch uh, because at App Growth Summit, shameless plug, that uh, you know we're, we're lucky enough that we get to literally be there with you all the time. Like when you come to our events or you speak at our events or uh, just talk about the events, it's, we always want to see like, okay, well, how was their experience? Like, what did you like? What, what was your favorite part of the show? What, is there anything we can change? You know, it's like constantly going back to your uh, users, so to speak, or attendees or whatever your um, uh, customers are, is always good to uh, to find out where you need to change things. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I think a nice little test for this um, is when you when and, and I guess everybody within within this within the space of mobile has, has done this, right? They, they've handed, um, you know, or they've asked a friend, hey, search this app in the app store, right? Uh, so you search current in the app store, current comes up. Uh, and then you see their reaction, both to the screenshots and then, you know, maybe the onboarding experience or maybe show them an ad. Um, and if you're surprised by their response, uh, you're probably fucking up. Mm. Um, at this point, like if, again, you know, given you've, you've been in position for however long, uh, you should really not be surprised uh, by the responses you receive because you should be aware of like the full range of of interpretations of that. And I think, um, to me, it, 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 it's, um, it's, it's super simple and it's like generic advice, but how much do I actually see it practiced? Um, far, far less than I'd expect. And I'm talking about like with big organizations, with smart people, um, who they're not lazy or anything. It's just, um, I, I maybe again, you know, we haven't, uh, we haven't really grown up in an industry that's that good at that. Yeah, like uh, you've heard of the avatar concept in marketing, uh, where basically somebody uh, says, okay, we have to communicate with our customer. Well, instead of making stuff up from some copywriter or figuring out from a marketing department or whatever, they would then create who their customer is. And they'd say, okay, let's give them a name. Let's give them an occupation. Let's give them an age. And it's like, then you start to think about it. Wait a second. You already have customers. Why are you making up <laughs> a fake one? Why don't you just look at who your best customers are and say, oh, it's Jane is one of our best customers. Let's talk to Jane and communicate as if we're talking to Jane. Yeah. And you get more Janes. And, and it's, and it's, and it's funny. Again, not everybody can do this for, 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 practical reasons right sure. some people's customers are simply anonymous right they, they sure. it'd be it'd be um more and more difficult so. um but it, it's it's funny because uh you know and, and i speak to on behalf of uh, many performance marketers right um we've looked back at like traditional marketing uh and and kind of like you know laughed at their like unsophisticated uh met methodologies and their you know like the madmen types and everything like that um but really you know and and 
I mean, like the simple advice I'm getting, like listen to your customer. Uh, they've they've long since figured that out on yeah. the on, on on the traditional end, and I think there's so much that we can learn um, from 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 traditional marketing. That's you know, again, it, it, it's uh, we think somehow we're like this new thing, uh, you know, in 2012 or something. Uh, no, it's 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 uh, uh, we just have new tools, but it's really it's it's the same thing. Uh, so I myself would love to become, uh, I guess, better versed. Um, so what would you say is the most fun part about your job? Uh, the most fun part about my job, uh, whew, uh, so much fun. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I'll say, cause just cause it's top of mind. Uh, oh, we just recorded a TV commercial. Um, that was really exciting. Uh, I've never done that before, at least, at least not directly. Um, and it's one of those things that was like pretty intimidating. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't really matter how much money I've spent or, or done things historically. I mean, it was, it was like, this is just like a new thing that I've never done before. I'm like, how does a TV com- commercial come to be? Um, so that was very new to me. Uh, that made it a lot of fun. Um, and, I, you know, without without kind of uh, giving away uh, the concept, it's, it was just a fun time. Um, another question. If you were not an app growth expert, what would your chosen profession be oh i'd be gm of the new york knicks <laughs> yeah Love what, what confident and, and yeah and, and i you know maybe president not gm uh and i'd be very good at it yeah everyone's everyone says that they could fix their own team right <laughs> uh yeah yeah but you know i'm i'm, I'm so what's the big move you would make uh the first move you you're the, okay adam no more at Curran. we just hired you president of the knicks what's your first step uh my first step is uh, player development. Um, my my fun fact about the New York Knicks, and not a sports podcast, I won't linger on it, uh, but we have not re-signed our first-round draft pick um, since Charlie Ward. I believe that was 1997, uh, 96, something like that, um, which is which is crazy, right? That, to me, is the craziest fact about the New York Knicks and kind of explains why we're not so good. So the Phil Jackson thing didn't work out. Uh, yeah, and I, I should say, you know, I I, I like Phil. I've read his books, um, but yeah, no, it didn't exactly work out. <laughs> and the last question is, what app are you super into right now, other than your own? Uh, whew. uh, Street Easy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mentioned the seventh month uh, pregnant wife, uh, and so we are, uh, you know, trying to find a place uh, pretty quickly here. Uh, so I've been spending a disproportionate amount of my time on Street Easy. Uh, Street Easy, for those who are not in New York, uh, is basically a, a New York City uh, real estate app, uh, which is pretty comprehensive. Um, so I kind of hate it, uh, but man, it's uh, it is it is really good. Nice. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna finish up by playing a fun little word game, and that word game will be this or that. So we'll say uh, two choices, and you just get to pick one that you like. Sounds good. All right. We'll start off with the obvious one, the big one for the mobile industry, right? Uh, iPhone versus Android. Uh, so I'm an Android guy. Uh, <laughs> he says this slightly apologetically. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, this actually ties into uh, me being my wife, with my wife for so long, because if I was a single guy, there's no way I'd be texting girls with a green bubble. So um, <laughs> as, as a married man, I have the privilege of being able to own an Android. Ah, there you go. Um, Uber or Lyft? Uh, so as a Chase Sapphire customer, uh, I, I think I'm now a Lyft guy. Now they've built out their uh, loyalty programs and now with, uh, with the reserve partnership, 
uh, gives me what fifteen uh, percent off fares uh, plus ten x points back. I'm a big points guy. Uh, I think think that was a strong move by them. I still check both apps though. Uh, how about next one? Um, PayPal or Venmo? Uh, current. Uh, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> uh, so I should mention on current, we have current pay, uh, in which you send people money via their current tag. Uh, so I'm, uh, our, the current tag is symbolized by the tilde. So it's tilde Adam. Uh, send me as much money as you'd like. Uh, and it's arrives instantly into your bank account. Uh, yeah, you ba- know, baby needs formula. <laughs> and you don't need to wait. And uh, no no 1% transfer fee. It's it's great. Download Current today, current.com. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> There's the TV ad, basically, right? <laughs> it's just on podcast form. We'll send you, send you guys a bill. <laughs> um, Spotify versus Pandora. Uh, Spotify by, by, by a long shot. Um, number one, I mean, just, just, just the product. Uh, it's, 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 it's just far better. And, and that's not to say I haven't used product Pandora. I've actually dove, dove into it pretty recently. Um, but, uh, yeah, just, just the social tools on, on, on Spotify are pretty cool. It, it's at this point, uh, gotten to know me better. Uh, their marketing is incredible. I mean, the, the, the 2019 wrap up stuff or decade wrap up, uh, that was incredible. That was like a really, really great piece of marketing. Did you shock yourself with, oh my God, I really listened to this that much? Actually, the artist of the year every year for me uh, was just Michael Jackson. I there love Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was that was that was there was there was no real shock there. Um, but man, was that everywhere? Right, like everybody was talking about it. It's just like the social proof about it. The in, like it it explained to me, oh wow, this is how much value I'm getting out of Spotify. This is how much like I've listened to it, how much I've fed it. Like I'm I'm so much more committed to it now. Man, what a what a great piece of marketing by them. Uh, we'll do a couple more. Uh, waffles or pancakes? Uh, pancakes. Good choice. <laughs> Say she approves. <laughs> um, how about ice cream or frozen yogurt? Uh, ice cream by a uh, by by a large margin. There, <laughs> <laughs> kind of a fat ass. <laughs> PowerPoint or Google Slides? Uh, Google Slides, for sure. Uh, who, who, who says PowerPoint? Just like, <laughs> you know, like, I'm, well, has it, anybody said PowerPoint is, is, is my question. Well, it has to be PowerPoint because you said Android. If you said iPhone, <laughs> if you said iPhone, then I would say, you know, Keynote versus. I, I should also mention, uh, you know, I, I, I use a PC and that usually gets me a lot of uh, weird looks around the office as well. So I'm that PC guy with, with an Android. Android yeah. using. <laughs> what year are you living in? <laughs> Wife that you've been together with for 17 years. <laughs> Do you have a pocket watch? Do you own a pocket uh, How about movie theater or Netflix? Uh, I, neither, to be honest. I'm really bad at watching movies. Uh, I'm more of a show guy, so I guess Netflix, because sh- there, there are shows on Netflix. Uh it's funny because like I have no problem committing to like five seasons of a show in like sixty hours, but like the idea of like a two and a half hour movie is like, whoa, I can't do that. Yeah. Facebook ads or Google UAC? Uh, if you can only spend your money in one place, Facebook. Mm, a scooter or a bike? A bike. Uh, I'm a big big time uh, biker here in New York. City bike. City bike. City bike to work every day. Did city bike get, everywhere. Did you use a city bike today? I city bike here today, yes. Look at this. Nice. Uh, all miles. year round. It's great. This way you uh, can eat your ice cream. Man, now the lift, this is another, because city bike's now owned by Lyft. Two, two Lyft shout outs in, in, in one podcast. I'll, I'll tell you, uh, they had the e bikes here for a while. These are like the pedal assist bikes. Uh, that is like a total game changer. Uh, 
I'd say for like 90% of the commuting I do anywhere in New York, uh, I would think that the e-bike would be actually the fastest way to get around. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you very much for being on this. We're, time is coming to an end here, unfortunately, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm sure we'll see you again because we're here in New York a few times a year. So, so if someone wants to learn more about you, follow you, or get in touch with you and learn more about the current app, <laughs> where can they catch you? Uh, whew. uh, let me, let me, I, I, I'm, I'm going to take full advantage of the shout outs here. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, you know, my handles it's Adam Hattie. Um, but certainly check us out at current. Uh, that's, that's current.com. Uh, we are hiring. Uh, I should mention a little bit more about current. Uh, you know, we're a series B, uh, funded startup, uh, growing super fast, uh, providing banking services, uh, to, well, you know, I can't disclose the exact number yet, but a very <laughs> exciting milestone coming up. And uh, lots of people. Yeah, better, better, you know, providing better banking to a lot of people who need it in this country. Uh, yeah. And so we're both doing uh, things that are good for people uh, and is a sustainable business. So I'm very excited about both of those things. And Tilda Adam to Til send you Tilda money. Tilda Adam, yeah. <laughs> to send you money. <laughs> all right, well, thank you very much. And uh, catch you all at the next Happy Hour. Yeah. Hey, you made it to the end of the episode. Thanks for taking the journey with us, and we hope you found it exactly as advertised. Where it was mostly fun and entertaining, but we did manage to get in a little tech talk in there as well, so you can kind of tell your managers that this was actually time spent doing work stuff. Trust me, we won't tell on you. Please subscribe so you can get notifications every time we release an episode, and please head on over to appgrowthsummit.com, let us know what you thought, or let us know if you'd like to be a guest in a future episode or recommend the guest that would be absolutely amazing. Please tell all your friends and colleagues about the happy hour, and be sure to have lots of laughs until the next episode.